Three Dog Thursday on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of Shows is brought to you by WinBet. The WinBet Casino is now offering a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 for new users. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you in part by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use our promo code SGP and your first deposit will get you up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download that PropSwap app. We're also brought to you in part by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is the horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with a single entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And we're also brought to you in part by the SGPN app. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or the Google Play Store to download it today. Football fans, it's time to go on the record for this week's matches in pro and college football with just one catch. We're only interested in underdogs. Who can keep it close if not pull the outright upset? Time to find out. It's Three Dog Thursday. Now here's your host, TJ Reed. Oh, it's getting really good now, and it's great to be back with you on the digital radio show that loves to focus on those teams given less of a chance. Hello, St. Peter's, those teams that are thought less of this time around. Somebody like an Iowa State, for example, or or maybe even a Houston Cougars, although they're less and less of a less thought-of team. They were in the Final Four a year ago, for goodness sakes. It is Three Dog Thursday. I am the somewhat capable, somewhat rested host. We're ready to fire back up for Thursday night and Friday night. Sweet 16 action in the 2022 NCAA Tournament. And again, great to have you with us. However you found us, Sports Gambling Podcast, their network of shows, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, whether you uh, found us through a social media link, make sure that you subscribe. Follow and subscribe as the great information flows, the picks flow, the underdogs flow. Uh, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Search Three Dog Thursday. Find us, follow us, subscribe. We launch on Thursday. We stay relevant for the weekend. I always love that about the program. Straight ahead, Brian Edwards will be here. Vegas Insider, MajorWager.com. He is rolling in March Madness. He's got a couple of underdog teams that he likes. We'll find out how his bracket uh, is feeling. That is for sure. A little later on in the podcast, we'll double it up. Speaking of the Sports Gambling Podcast, Sean Green is here from the Sports Gambling Podcast, their empire, their network of shows. They were in Vegas last week for the first weekend of the tournament. And so Sean will have some insight on his Sweet 16, what he likes for the Final Four, that is later on on Three Dog Thursday. And again, we're, we're ready for all of these different sites, whether it's San Francisco or Philadelphia, Chicago or San Antonio. We will know the final four this time next week. And the host, by the way, will be hanging out in New Orleans doing some broadcast work with another show, the College Basketball Coast to Coast show and podcast. Can't wait to be in the Big Easy. Who's going to be there? Who are the four teams that are going to be there? Let's delve into it. Let's find out what we can about the Sweet 16 and do it right now. Here he is, back aboard, Vegas Insider, MajorWager.com. He is knee-deep. He might even be shoulder-deep right now in the uh, in the Sweet 16 in the Elite Eight. Brian Edwards, back aboard. How are you feeling, brother? Feeling, feeling good, man. Feeling good. Uh, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get it underway. Uh, four games coming up on Thursday. Four games on Friday night. And I know you like an underdog right away in the West Regional game. First of all, 
How about my da 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 go Tigers go. Memphis Tigers hanging in with Gonzaga uh, last Saturday night. Toe-to-toe, Drew Timmy went off. Nimhard, the former Gator transfer guard, played outstanding in the closing moments, including the free throw shooting. They survive. So that was a great battle. Uh, the alma mater acquitted themselves well with, Pet- with Penny Hardaway uh, as the coach, getting them back into the tournament and winning a game. So Gonzaga survives, and now they get another regionally close team in the Mid-South. That is the Arkansas Razorbacks, who you've been high on a lot of this year out of the SEC. But Gonzaga's playing at 4 o'clock in the afternoon as we release Three Dog Thursday, 4 Pacific time. They're on the court. We'll talk more about that in a second. But, Brian, your thoughts here on the matchup and, and what you might like for an underdog play here. Yeah, I love Arkansas. Uh, got it at nine. Now it's nine and a half, even better. 27 and eight straight up, 2014 and one against the spread. They are 17 and three straight up in their last 20 games. And one of the losses by one at Alabama and by four at Tennessee would obviously be covers uh, with this number we have. Musselman's team, four and one against the spread, two outright wins in five games as an underdog this year. Mark Few's team's mired in an 01, I'm sorry, 04 and 1 against the spread slump and 1 6 and 2 against the spread in its last nine. And, you know, I think that Arkansas not shooting well and not playing very good offensively last week is what's getting us good line value. Uh, there's no way that Gonzaga should be more than six, seven tops in this game. And, uh, Jalen Williams is going to be able to bully Holmgren and Timmy around in the uh, paint. I just hope he doesn't get in foul trouble. Um, but you did know Timmy was spectacular in the second half um, last week. And I on like that Arkansas. point. But on Go that ahead. point, Timmy and Holmgren didn't do anything, Brian, in the first half of that game. Timmy had to go off because I think he either was scoreless or had only two points at halftime. And then, as you also alluded to, Memphis got in foul trouble, and that began to open things up for both of those guys. That's what Arkansas has got to stay away from. Yeah, for sure. But I think overall, Arkansas's athleticism, I think Arkansas has got a great great chance to win this game out right now. I um, uh, have them at 70-1 to uh, to win it all, so there's no need for me to be uh, going on the money line. But I love them plus the points. Musselman is 5-1 and one in the tournament, the only loss to eventual national champion Baylor last year in the Elite Eight, which was probably Baylor's toughest game of the whole tournament. And again, he's got experience in this round, not just with Arkansas last year, but previously with Nevada, uh, where he's been. He's a veteran coach. We'll see what they have in store uh, and all that firepower for Gonzaga. What do you make of this, that this is the number one team in the country, Gonzaga? This is the West Regional. They are the number one overall seed And we know that television rules the world and they want Duke in the better TV slot later at night. But if you're Gonzaga, you got to be sore about the fact that you're playing it just after four o'clock. It's rush hour. uh, As we release this on three dog Thursday, they're going to maybe be playing in front of a half full arena for the first half of that game. Brian. Man, the NCAA tournament does so many things wrong. It's ridiculous. Like the, the way the teams had to travel from Dayton after the first four last week, you know, Teams that had four games, like Iowa and Richmond had to play Thursday afternoon, even though they both played four games in four days the previous week. It, they do so many stupid things. It's ridiculous. I, I can't even keep track of all of them. 
But again, television, a big part of it, CBS wanting Duke in the later window and the game against Texas Tech. By the way, at the time that we're talking right now, Texas Tech remains the favorite. Duke's still the underdog by a point or a point and a half, depending on where you're looking. Uh, WinBet, obviously, a, a sponsor here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of shows. But wherever you're looking, does it surprise you that Duke was not at least a pick or favored in this game? Or maybe it does not surprise you for that second game in San Francisco in the West Regional? No, Texas Tech's the better team. They should win this game. But I've got Texas Tech at 40 to 1. And in one of my bracket contests, I've got them winning it all. And nobody else does. So if Texas Tech wins it all, I've got uh, I've got a lot of good things that are going to happen. We, so we may no have seen to... and heard the last of Brian Edwards if Texas Tech goes all the yeah. way because he could be kicking back on an island somewhere, enjoying yeah. the adult beverages and the senoritas, if you will. Um, speaking of that, uh, speaking of being able to kick back and go and celebrate and whatever, how about uh, also on Thursday in San Antonio, Texas? I'm curious about the Houston Cougars. Uh, again, I have no love for them. They've beaten up on my Memphis Tigers, the American Conference, a bunch, including in the championship game of the tournament. But you got to give them props. You got to give Kelvin Sampson props. Uh, they get it done against Illinois. Interesting as a favorite. They not only won, they covered against Illinois in the game on the weekend. Now, number one seed, Arizona. How dangerous is Houston in this game? I know you're not taking Houston. I'm just asking you, how dangerous do you think they are against an Arizona team that escaped? against Texas Christian, against TCU last Sunday night. Yeah, uh, Arizona was extremely fortunate, as was uh, Gonzaga. Uh, Houston's very dangerous. This is the one game I don't have any feel for whatsoever. Not the side, not the total. I don't want anything to do with it. Now, I, I will mention that if Houston gets past this weekend and back to the Final Four, they think Sasser might have a chance to play next week. So, uh, one of their bet, which makes this run all the more mm. uh, remarkable. He was averaging 17.7 points per game, 2.2 steals per game when he went down. So um, if Houston gets the next weekend, they might be getting one of their, or probably their best player. I don't know if we can call him a, their best player at this point, having been off right. so long, but. There is he that. was the preseason conference player of the year pick by the coaches and the media in the American conference and got injured in December, hasn't been able to play. All right. So there's a look at the Thursday games and obviously Michigan Villanova is the other game. That's the first game up in the San Antonio AT&T center where the Spurs play for Thursday. We go to Friday and I know you're zeroing in on Chicago and the United center and the top seed Kansas and Providence for a three dog Thursday angle. Brian Edwards of Vegas Insider, majorwager.com. You loving you some Ed Cooley. You loving you some Friars. Uh, what do you think? Yes, I do. They have been underdogs nine times this year. They're eight and one against the spread with seven outright wins. <clears throat> the lone non cover lost by five to Villanova as a four point dog. Providence um, has played 13 games against teams in the field. They're nine and four uh, in those games. You know, um, Providence has a 21-point win over Creighton. Uh, Kansas was playing Creighton without two of its best players last week and was in a one-point game, less than 90 uh, seconds left. Um, tired of people calling Providence lucky. They're, they're 27 and five straight up. You know, there's that Ken Palm stat for luckiest based on whatever, like, all these uh, wins with uh, it's either three points or fewer or five points. Didn't or look fewer. like a lot of luck against South Dakota State or in the second round game with Richmond. Looked like a whole lot of made shots and a whole lot of stops. And I know that's what you're saying. 
Yeah, and a lot of sharp minds, especially in Vegas, have just been dogging this team all year, whereas I've just been backing them and winning money. So <laughs> I'm going to do the same, hopefully, uh, this weekend. You just think it is too many points. What, seven and a half? It, did it open right around there, or has the money been bet on Kansas enough to pop it up a little? Uh, no, it was actually at eight. I, I, bet, I bet Providence at eight on Sunday, and uh, it's now down to seven or seven and a half. I think most books are seven and a half now. It was at seven. Um, I, I even saw a couple books at six and a half two or three days ago. All right, we'll see how that one plays out. And again, fascinating in the other game in the Friday night Midwest region in Chicago is Iowa State, a two-win team a year ago, is now in the Sweet 16 against the Miami Hurricanes, who've never been in the Elite Eight. A 10 or an 11 makes the Elite Eight. Welcome to the NCAA tournament on that one. Before you go, young man, St. Peter's was such a darling story last weekend. Shaheen Holloway, the coach, uh, and Defco, the big man in the middle, Doug Eater has suddenly become a cult hero with that hairstyle and the goofy little mustache he has right out of Jersey uh, casting for like the Jersey Shore. They made shots. They took down Kentucky. They followed it up with a win over Murray State as well. They are getting big time points against Purdue. You're not taking it, but I am looking at St. Peter's as a team that may hang in. Uh, do you want to warn me off that that line is about appropriate and Purdue just has too much size and too much firepower? What do you think about that Friday Philadelphia game and whether St. Peter's can, can hang in there? Um, I lean uh, St. Peter's. Uh, they've covered um, nine games in a row. They've been underdogs 11 times, nine and two against the spread with six outright wins. Purdue is only five, 10 and one against the spread. Their last 16 is a double-digit favorite. Uh, St. Peter's plays very good defense, 24th in the nation in scoring D, 18th in field goal percentage D, 26th that defend the three-point line, uh, only give up 62.4 a game. Uh, opponents shoot only 30% from three-point land. They only gave up uh, 60 uh, to a Murray State team uh, that was averaging 79.3 points per game, was 23, uh, number 23rd. 23rd in the country in scoring mm -hmm. um, and, and Purdue's defense is a little, little suspect. Um, they're 171 out of 358 division one teams in, in uh, scoring D um, they're just not very good defensively. Now they're the, one of the best offensive teams in the country. And when they're, they're hitting shots, they're very, very tough to beat. But um, I lean St. Mary or, or St. Peter's, excuse me. And um, I haven't played it yet, but that's the way I lean. It is very interesting just looking back at Purdue against the number. They did get the win and cover over Yale, but that is their only cover if I have. Well, actually, they did cover as well against Texas. So the two NCAA tournament covers make up for the fact that in the Big Ten tournament and at the end of the Big Ten regular season, they had lost five straight against the number. And before that, two other pushes and two other losses. So in the, in the nine in the nine games, am I correct? They're oh seven and two against the number before the NCAA tournament, and even that oh, Texas game oh, oh, eight, eight, oh, eight and two. Oh, eight and two, and even that Texas game, they were right in there. The Texas Longhorns in the final two minutes to not only win the game but have the cover as well. I just wonder if St. Peter's can handle the size. Zach Eady down low, the big, the big. Uh, the, the size that's down there. And what about the argument, too, that they shocked Kentucky? Murray State only had a day or so, day and a half to prepare. 
And now Purdue's had five days to get ready for Friday night and study them and how to, and how to take advantage of their height. What, what about that argument, Brian, for Purdue St. Peter's Friday night? Well, uh, Indefo, is that how you pronounce his name? Correct. In, or Indefo, yeah, yes. Um, he averaged uh, 2.7 blocks per game in the regular season. And in the uh, conference tournament and last weekend, he's averaging 3.6 block shots per game. So uh, he's got he's an excellent rim protector. Um, but, yeah, no, Purdue's got better overall size and, and whatnot. But, um, you know, he and Defoe battled uh, Shibwe as, much, as good as anybody in the SEC did all year. I know that. All right. Well, we'll see. That's the early game Friday night in Philadelphia. And just one more, UCLA and North Carolina. I know you're not going to play this one for Three Dog Thursday purposes or otherwise. Uh, interesting that it's only a two-and-a-half-point line. And, again, at the time that we released the podcast, it's still a question mark about Jaime Jaquez, although that's the guard from UCLA, although there was some video. Uh, maybe this was done for public consumption. The video's out there on the Internet of him walking to the UCLA bus to go to the airport, no walking boot on, not walking with a limp. Who knows what that means on whether he can play or how well he can play. But that's a big key. That's a big unknown. If Hawkins can't play, that's advantage Carolina for Friday night, and we won't know that until around game time. Yeah, and now there's also a video of them loading the bus to the airport yesterday. I think you're talking about the one Correct. after the game. No, no, I'm yeah, talking about mean, yesterday. I'm talking about oh, yesterday okay. where he's walking. Also one from, yeah, yeah, he looked like he's walking fine. But there was also one after the game last Saturday night where right. he wasn't in a walking boot either and looked like he wasn't limping much. So – I mean, the fact that he's not in a walking boot says he's got a chance for sure. Correct. And we got to monitor that and see what's going to happen with UCLA and Carolina. By the way, I still have my final four alive. You're talking about uh, your different pools. Me too. Uh, that Me you too. Have. I still got and I have I Miami still... in the Elite Eight in that well, pool. Listen well. to you. Listen to you. I, I still like the rest of America have Gonzaga winning this thing. So obviously, if they go down at any point this weekend, it, it crashes like three quarters or four fifths of all the brackets everywhere. If that happens, we will find out. But we love this man, Brian Edwards, for the insight, the analysis. Tell them more about where they can find you, your social media, because they're going to want to stay locked in for your injury information, the trends, all of it, your picks, all of it for the weekend. Yeah, I'm on Twitter at Vegas B. Edwards. Uh, you can find my write-ups and major wager, all my uh, picks at VegasInsider.com. Thanks for having me, TJ, and uh, good luck to all uh, with the madness gets going again tomorrow. It's going to be fun. I always or love today. this man's – yeah, no doubt as we will launch it on Thursday. We love the madness and the mayhem. Four more games on Thursday, four more on Friday. This time next week, brother, we know who the final four is headed to New Orleans. We know those final four teams. We're looking forward to that. Brian, thank you. Thanks, man. Have a good one. There we go. Always love his insight. And again, he's sticking with Arkansas in the Thursday night game with Gonzaga for the reasons he gave with Musselman there, JT Note, the outstanding player. I just, I disagree that this is a worse matchup for uh, Arkansas than what Memphis had. Memphis has length, athleticism, more scores. I think this is Gonzaga. I'll disagree with Brian on that one. I very much like his Providence pick to play a close game and hang in there. That may be one that I'm taking on Three Dog Thursday with the seven and a half points. And enough about the luck factor. You don't accidentally, right now as it stands, they have a 12-2 and record in games decided Providence by five or less 
or overtime. 12 and 2, and it's 12 and 0 against everybody other than Villanova. Villanova's the two losses. So against everybody else, they're 12 and 0 in games decided by five points or less or in overtime. That doesn't accidentally happen. It maybe accidentally happens a couple of times, two, three times, not 12 times. They're good in close games. They won 14 Big East regular season games. I'm liking them to hang in with a Jayhawk team that, uh, it, you know, they're going to have some crowd in Chicago, but it's not it's not kind of the same thing as the home away from home was in Fort Worth. Let's see what Providence has for them. And again, I like that St. Peter's play in that spot, getting 12 and a half points there against Purdue. That may be too many. This may end up being a close basketball game. How much is St. Peter's distracted, though, by the four or five days of everybody telling them how great they are, everybody's interviewing them every which direction. It's tough to block all that out with the media, all the talk that their coach, Shaheen Holloway, is going to be the Seton Hall coach as soon as they're done. Even if they lose on, on Friday night, he could be the Seton Hall coach as soon as Saturday or Sunday. How does St. Peter's block that out? That's an obstacle there for Three Dog Thursday purposes. Again, uh, there we go with Brian. We got much more on the way. Sean Green of the Sports Gambling Podcast is here. Coming up on Three Dog Thursday, he'll have some underdog conversation for the Sweet 16 and headed to the Elite Eight in the Final Four as we rock along. But first, we're brought to you in part by our friends at WinBet. If you're looking for Las Vegas-style casino fun in the palm of your hand, look no further than WinBet, the premier online casino from the five-star Win Resort properties, from classic table games to all the best slots and jackpots, WinBet has everything you need for the ultimate casino experience. Sign up today and get a 100% first match bonus of up to $1,000. WinBet's win hour is also from 2 to 3 Pacific time. Better prices on selected games, and anyone who has the WinBet app is alerted right during that hour between 2 and 3 Pacific time. Betters who wager at least $500 at the beginning of the NCAA tournament will earn an entry into the drawing for a trip to go to win in Las Vegas. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. The offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions are at winbet.com. You must be 21 or older and present in the state where the play is allowed for the WinBet app. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you in part by Merch Madness, looking for a sweet SGPN hoodie every day during March Madness that the games are being played. We're giving away a hoodie. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Merch Madness, M-E-R-C-H, Merch Madness, and enter that contest. It's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Merch Madness. We're also brought to you in part by Trade Coffee. Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee that they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns, and trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for them. And it's expert tasted coffee. Trades Coffee is usually taste tested by thousands of cups to keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every day. Yes, Trade Coffee sends you freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters, small businesses who pay farmers fair prices, and get substantially greater beans from around the world for their coffee production. Whether your friends call you a coffee snob or whether you just know which coffee tastes the best, if not perfect, 
Trades Real Coffee Experts personally taste test over 450 roasts. They know exactly what you are looking for. So just to answer a couple of questions, you'll get your own personalized variety of coffees delivered fresh to you, just like you like it, with no gimmicks. Trade has delivered over 5 million bags of fresh coffee with more than 750,000 positive reviews. How about that? Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping. Go to Drink trade.com slash SGP. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP. More than 40 cups of coffee are coming your way for free. Go to drinktrade.com slash SGP and take $30 off with Trade Coffee. We're also brought to you in part by IP Vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode isn't really actually protecting your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all of your private data to the hackers, the advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why you need to use IP Vanish and their VPN that makes it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the net encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more, completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location is hidden, and IP Vanish makes it virtually invisible for you online. It is that simple. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan right now as you listen to this ad and a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish, super easy to use. All you do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything that you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand that is rated Almost 4.6 on a scale of 5 with Trustpilot. Go to IPVanish.com. Use our promo code SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. Get 70% savings. That's IPVanish. IPVanish.com slash SGP. Hey, we're also brought to you in part by Stable Duel. There are never enough things to gamble on. And one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. And the best part is now there's a new way to play the ponies, especially if you're brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $15,000 with one entry. And this Saturday, they even have a $40,000 contest. If you don't know anything about horses, not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day. Free games weekly at all tracks all over the United States. Get the app, create the account, start building your stable today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against other stables. You can even follow them on the app and compare your own stats to theirs. Download it now, StableDuel.com, and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner's circle. Play, race, win with Stable Duel. And we're brought to you in part by PropSwap, where America buys and sells their sports bets. The March to Madness is right around the corner, and PropSwap is your place to cash in for the big dance. Every season, prop swappers make thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams. And now is the time to find those Cinderellas while the odds are really high. 
So get into your sports book, buy a handful of tickets, and then just list them on PropSwap. Remember, only one team needs to make a run, and that ticket will pay for the rest. Every season, prop swappers make thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams. That's just like Dave from Chicago. He bought a $100 80-to-1 North Carolina championship ticket on PropSwap in January. And then he flipped that around for 500 bucks because Carolina has made it into the Sweet 16. Now's the time to find those Cinderella's while the odds are still high. Cash them out then on PropSwap once the tourney starts and they start winning games. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry up, download the free PropSwap app today. It has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales and the red-hot tickets that are for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match using our promo code SGP on your first deposit. And PropSwap will match that deposit up to $500. Join real sports bettors on PropSwap. That's where America buys and sells sports bets. And a reminder, the SGPN app is right there live now in the App Store and the Google Play Store. This app gives you easy access to all of our picks, all of our podcasts, everything in the content from the SGPN family of shows and everything that's going on on the app. Don't forget, give us an app review. Download the SGPN app today in the App Store and the Google Play Store. Look for us. It's the SGPN app. Dogs are barking. Who will get it done this week? Three Dog Thursday now continues. Here again is TJ Reeves. Yes, as promised, I love these guys. The insight of Sean Green and Ryan Kramer and the Colby D, Colby Dant, uh, with all the coverage from the Sports Gambling Podcast, the network of shows, and the boys survived Vegas. Or did Vegas yes. survive the boys being there? Sean Green, good to have you back. Thanks for having me. And listened to a bunch of it. I mean, it looked phenomenal. How was it last week for the first weekend of the NCAA tournament? Oh, it's it's just madness, you know. And it's funny telling your wife, I'm up at <laughs> 8 a.m. and I'm working till you know the late the late games tipping off at 8:30. So it was, I you know, I'm I'm ashamed almost to to admit this as a uh, DJ only, but I, I don't think I played any blackjack. It was just all. <laughs> preparing for the uh, podcast, doing the podcast, watching all the games, so much action. We had uh, Jay Billis on. That was a very yes. fun interview. If you haven't get to check that out, uh, he had some fun comments about Coach K and his potential retirement. But, yeah, it was an awesome trip. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was great all around. Uh, well done with all of it. And, again, I love Billis and have been uh, privileged to be around him and interview him a bunch. Hey, let's begin Right there. He was part of the team that really saved Coach K and they did the documentary about it and 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 they became really good and he became really good and never looked back in the mid 1980s. Here we go with we keep saying this what could be his final game Texas Tech is the opponent. Uh, I believe bad matchup Been saying it all week. Uh, we were talking about it earlier on Three Dog Thursday. Duke still currently the underdog as we release the podcast. I am curious if the if the game will become a pick'em. How dangerous is this 
for Duke. And could this be it on Thursday night against the Texas Tech Red Raiders? Could it be it for Coach K and the Duke season? Yeah, 100%. I would not be shocked because Texas Tech can play really good defense. And we saw Michigan State expose Duke's lack of defense. Now, Texas Tech, the issue is, will they have any sort of offense? Because you watch some of their games and there'll be games where it's like, oh my God, they cannot hit a shot to save their life. However, it's weird. They don't seem to have back-to-back horrible shooting games. And they're coming off a game where they shot really bad against uh, Notre Dame. You look at any sort of advanced stuff or even just field goal percentage. It was not a good game for them offensively. So I think in a weird way, they're kind of due to have a decent offensive performance. And that's really all they need. I think in my mind to get the win, this Duke team, I, again, I, I just, I've been fading Duke for so long. I I did have Michigan state and I don't know how they blew that cover there late, but I like Texas tech here a lot. I think their defense is going to really be a handful for Duke uh, Duke. Yeah. Bryson Williams is the uh, is the leading scorer. They've got Obanor from the team last year. They've got four or five, six, six to six, nine guys. Long arms could really create some problems for Duke in this game in that late game coming Thursday night in San Francisco. So please weigh in. I, I've been asking everybody this all week. I need the Sean Green opinion. Gonzaga is the number one team in the country, right? They're the number one overall yep. seed, right? They're the presumptive fra- favorite in everybody's bracket. Like the unofficial TJ stat is 96.3% of the brackets in the all the contests and all the office pools have Gonzaga either in the title game or winning it. That's unofficial. Uh, <laughs> They're playing at four Pacific time as we release three dog Thursday. What kind of snub is that for the West coast empire that Mark few has built? And are they going to be angry about that? And they're going to be in a half filled arena in San Francisco because nobody can get there because of the traffic, Sean green. What is up? Yeah. You know, that's a great point on our show. Uh, Ryan and Colby were against me. They had Gonzaga laying the eight and a half. I was on Arkansas plus eight and a half. I just think Gonzaga has had trouble covering big spreads. And I think this is a decent uh, matchup for Arkansas. Now, if they let Timmy run up and down the court and kind of, and we saw what he can do, right? He's certainly a great player. Uh, You know, Holmgren as well is kind of an interesting, uh, could be a tough matchup for Arkansas, but if they can just rough him up a little bit, I think they can really ugly this game up, this Arkansas team. And here's a, and to your point, yeah, like when we were talking about the game, Kramer and Colby were like, yeah, it's going to be a home game. But you're right, it's a 409 tip in San Francisco, and good luck getting to a stadium at four o'clock in San Francisco. That it, it could be could be a little light early. This game in particular. Now I'm on Arkansas plus eight and a half. I do think they're a live dog. We are on three dog Thursday. They are one of the yeah. dogs I gave out. And, and, and to this point, this game also could be one uh, that you look to live bet. You know, you fire up the win uh, betting app, assuming you're in a state that win bet has it. And you take a look at the way they're calling this game. If they're letting them play, if they're letting Arkansas be physical with Timmy and with some of their other big men and not call it, I think you're safe betting Arkansas. If they have a really tight whistle early on in the game, and this is a game where Gonzaga is just going to get to the line at, at will uh, then you could be in trouble and then maybe look to take Gonzaga. So I, I would kind of keep an eye on the refs early and, and maybe look to live bet this as well. But uh, pregame, I'm on Arkansas, and I, and I do think they are a live dog. 
I'm just looking here at how often Arkansas has recently uh, been an underdog. They were a five and a half point underdog at Tennessee and had the backdoor cover of all time because they were down like 20 points that entire game in Knoxville late in the regular season and only lost by four. So they got the backdoor cover in that one. It has been rare that you're getting the hogs in points. And Eric Musselman, you know this, Sean Green, Sports Gambling yes. Podcast. Eric Musselman in the Sweet 16 last year actually got to the Elite Eight with Arkansas in the Sweet 16 previously with Nevada. So he can game plan three or four or five days to game plan here. I just wonder if they have the firepower to hang in with that Gonzaga team that we saw. But Sean says he thinks they might very well. Yeah, and, and again, I, I do think this it, it could come down, and it's a, it's unfortunate because we've had a bunch of uh, incidents already in that in some of those round of 32 games where the officials got a little too involved oh. or or some would argue didn't get involved enough on some of the stuff. But um, And hopefully it's not a, a big storyline. But I do think if they're calling it tight, that certainly favors Gonzaga. If they're letting them play, though, I, I think that really plays in the Arkansas hand. And I'm not bitter because Memphis uh, did well for them, got in the tournament, won a game. That's my school. I'm an alum. But they clearly were a different team once they got in foul trouble. Gonzaga, to your point, yes. got them in foul trouble. And, and with Duran with four and uh, one of their other big men had four. It was not the same situation down low, and that's what they'll try to do with Arkansas. It's an excellent point on that. And still, I saw the video, and I commented on the video of Ryan and Colby <laughs> going back and forth. Give me the Sean Green opinion. Even if it's not a foul call at the end of Arizona and TCU, you have got to call the backcourt violation. He's laying in the backcourt. He dribbles the ball in the backcourt, <laughs> completely blown. Should have been dead ball right there. Even on review, should have been dead ball. I know you can't review a, uh, a judgment call like that after the fact, but it should have been Arizona ball at midcourt with like two seconds left on a backcourt violation, just horribly missed. No call at the end of yeah, that game. Yeah, my TCU's going, what the heck? <laughs> my my, and again, I was watching it live. Uh, I would have got crushed there if Arizona yeah. lost outright. So maybe that hindered my judgment. But for me, I'm always a let them play guy. Uh, judgment calls. You know, because the ball was, he, it, did he fully have possession? It was kind of an ugly play in general. He also kind of lowered, created some contact there. Right. My thing was they didn't call anything, and then they let the players decide in overtime. So I'm almost, I'm almost fine with that result. So could you have called it a foul? Yes. Could you have called it a backcourt? Yes. I'm always going to be the guy that leans judgment calls in the last two minutes when in doubt, put away the whistle. So I was, I was one of the guys that was kind of okay with it. All right. And that leads to Arizona playing Houston, which will be the late game in San Antonio Thursday night as we release three dog Thursday, Sean green. I'm looking at the Houston Cougars. I have no allegiance to them, but if I like an underdog again, it's a short underdog. I may like Kelvin Sampson in this spot. Been so good in the postseason last year, this year, even with a beat up team, kind of home away from home. Houston, only about an hour and a half yeah. away from San Antonio, may have some fans. You want to warn me off? On no, that no, I'm I'm with you. I'm on Houston, and that it, I think we picked it on our show at two. Like it at two. Uh, maybe you just go the money line. It, regardless, I think they're going to be in this game in Arizona. Man, they just have not looked good. They didn't even look great against uh, Wright State for most of that game. And, you know, you watched Arizona 
they're a very inexperienced team. And you saw that towards the end of that TCU game, you could see them pucker up when they were getting nervous. They're like, Oh my God, are we going to lose the TCU? We can't wear Arizona. They're lucky. They got it to overtime and they finished them off. But this Houston team, they just remind me of one of those teams that it, it truly playing with house money. Uh, they lost, a, you know, some of their best players and other guys are stepping up. They have a good coach with a bunch of experience. That's kind of a fun recipe for a dog, especially in the tourney. Especially the way they rebound and defend. Let's see if Arizona plays all over the place, helter-skelter, what have you. File this away. Arizona has underachieved, underachieved over and over again as a top seed or a two seed. They're a top seed here. They've not been in the Final Four since 1997. 1997, are you kidding me? Um, so 25 years, let's see if Arizona can navigate their way through to an, an elite eight game against either Villanova or, uh, or Michigan, which by the way, you're a Philly guy, just real quick here. Yep. Uh, we're embracing Villanova again here against Michigan. I have Villanova in the title game in every bracket and every pool that I have. I think they're the team that emerges from there. I don't think I'm going to get an argument from the Philly guy, Sean Green. Am I? Oh no. Know? All over uh, them at minus four and a half. And I'm with you. I, I actually have UCLA winning it all, but I have them beating Villanova. So I also took futures uh, bets on both UCLA and Villanova pre-tourney. I mean, UCLA, uh, they were offering as like 30 to one. I think it went bad at one point. Wow. Uh, Villanova, I think I got it 22 or 25 to one. And this, uh, again, this team is fun in that they've, maybe they don't have the talent that some of the other championship Nova teams have, but I think they make up for it. They are, they are just hyper consistent, right? They're, they're about to set a free throw, a record for, uh, for college basketball teams. You have Jay, Wright, You have a healthy uh, Colin Gillespie with kind of maybe a chip on his shoulder after he uh, what blew out his ACL in the, uh, in the conference tournament last season. And again, they're just like a well-balanced team. They don't do anything flashy, but they just slowly, slowly pick you apart. They got some big men that can shoot threes and Michigan for me, you know, Colby was irate that Michigan uh, got into the tournament. He thought they should have been a play in, uh, you know, right. a team. And so I, I think Michigan kind of overachieved already just by getting to the sweet 16, they were celebrating pretty hard. I think that, I think they already kind of accomplished their season. So I, I think they're, yeah, you know, I, I think Villanova's in a good spot here against them. All right. Again, just one more moment or two here with Sean Green, Sports Gambling Podcast. Again, find them at sportsgamblingpodcast.com, the network of shows. They're, they're fantastic with me, he and Ryan Kramer, Colby Dan and company. Content everywhere for the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight heading to the Final Four. You mentioned the UCLA Futures play, Bruins and North Carolina. Uh, we talked a lot before you came on about Purdue. They should win, but I think St. Peter's might keep it close. Maybe a UCLA-Purdue uh, elite eight game, which could be big time for UCLA trying to go back to the final four. Purdue has not been in the final four since 1980. Hello. Wow. 1980 is the last time Purdue got there. And by the way, when Purdue got there, they played and lost to UCLA just, Oh, by the way, in the, in the way back reference, it has been 42 years since Purdue has been there. If they can find a way um, to get there. I know you're more interested in the Chicago Midwest uh, regional and Providence as a possible underdog. Brian Edwards was saying that earlier on three dog Thursday, you're kind of yep. believing in Ed Cooley and Providence to hang in, if not win with Kansas for three dog Thursday purposes, right, Sean? 
Totally. Yes. Uh, I like Providence again. They were fun too, because they got knocked out uh, in, you know, looked really bad there in that game. They got blown out in the Big East conference tournament. I think it got a lot of people off their scent uh, as a team. So I I'm, I'm all over Providence catching seven and a half, like them as a live dog. And they're fun to bet. Uh, We just had the guy on from a prop swap propsoft.com promo code SGP. And the prop swap guy was pointing out, Hey, you can take Providence on the money line at plus two seventy five, but why not buy like one of these Providence futures at 60 to one. Mm. And then if they beat Kansas, um, you know, their odds are going to change to maybe 20 to one. That would be like a plus 300 instead of a plus two seventy five. So especially some of these, uh, you know, bigger dogs, really Arkansas and Providence, uh, if you like them on the money line, you should almost take them as a future. See how they, if they end up winning, you'll probably make more money reselling that tickets uh, as they get to the elite eight. Or if you want to ride it out, take it all the way to final four. Either way, this Providence team, just man, uh, Bynum's really fun. They have coach of the year, Ed Cooley. Like they're just, they're just gelling at the right time. Very fun team. And it's a great point that you make and a nice plug weaved in there for prop swap because <laughs> the winner of this game is going to be favored against either Miami or yep. Iowa state. And yep. it's more than likely Miami, I think, but certainly against either one of them to be in the final four. And then what is that futures ticket worth at, uh, at 60 to one or whatever you got it for. Uh, and again, another note, I love handing out the nuggets. They are 12 and two Providence in games decided by five points or less. And in overtime, the two losses are to Villanova. They're 12 and zero against everybody else. If this is a close game with Kansas, the likelihood is Providence wins the game somehow, some way, because that's what they've done all year. Listen, I love the insight. I love the analysis fire away again on how they find all the content through the weekend. We're releasing oh, yeah. it on Thursday, but you're going to have new stuff for Friday for the weekend. Sean green fire away. Oh yeah. We got you coming. Plenty of podcast picks, the, the whole thing. Honestly, the SGPN app, you can get everything. You can get TJ's show, the college basketball experience, the sports gambling podcast, everything you want, the free picks, the contest. It's all there in the app. Just type in SGPN in your app store and you're good to go. Hey, Sean, you guys are great. Thank you. Enjoy all of this madness and mayhem. And we're going to be down to a final four by Monday, by Sunday night. late. We're down to a final four. Can't believe that. Let's see if Villanova is there. Uh, Let's see what happens with these other one seeds, Gonzaga, Arizona, Kansas. It's what makes the tournament great. You would think they're all going to be there, but there's probably going to be upsets (laughs) coming on a weekend. Plug in there with sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Sean Green, thank you again. My, uh, My sports gambling podcast brother, thank you so much. All right. Anytime. Appreciate it, TJ. Yeah, I love that SGPN app that we are part of as part of Three Dog Thursday as well. Many thanks to Sean for his insight. Brian Edwards earlier in the podcast. Again, as these games get underway in the four different sites, San Francisco, San Antonio, and then on Friday night, Philadelphia and Chicago. We will see what kind of home away from home advantage there will be for any of them. What will the atmosphere be like uh, for the Duke game with Texas Tech? How many Duke fans make their way out to San Francisco? Some obviously uh, live in the West or live in San Francisco. How many of them, though, from the uh, the North Carolina Triangle? How many of them from the East will make their way West to see what could be Coach K's final game or final couple of games here? What a matchup if it is Duke and Gonzaga. Gonzaga likely to be favored if Duke gets by Texas Tech. Again, I like them better in the matchup with Gonzaga. I was saying that uh, all throughout this week. 
uh, not only uh, here for Three Dog Thursday, but also on the college basketball coast-to-coast coverage on TuneIn and the college basketball coast-to-coast podcast. I think it's a better matchup for the Blue Devils with Gonzaga, who they beat earlier in the year. Different style of play. They want to go up and down. Gonzaga doesn't guard you the same way. So we'll see if that holds true for Duke if they do get by Texas Tech. But I, I am concerned that they're not going to. I am not taking the Dukies, even though I'm getting a point or a point and a half as we head to Thursday. I'll be very interested if that line moves to a pick line uh, before game time, late night, 9.30 Eastern time, 6.30 West uh, for Duke and Texas Tech. The underdog I like for Thursday, again, is Houston. I think they have a great chance to upset uh, Arizona. They're getting two or two and a half. I'm surprised that that line's not a little bit more. The gambling public may have brought that down a little bit uh, for Houston and the, and the job that Kelvin Sampson's team has done. Watch Kyler Edwards shooting the three in that game with Arizona. He has made 18 three-pointers in their last four games in the postseason, going back to the semifinal win for them over Tulane in the American Conference, uh, where he made six of them. He made six more in the win over UAB in the first round game, the 5-12 game for Houston. He made another two or three of them the other night, uh, or the other afternoon in the win over Illinois in the uh, second round game. Kyler Edwards may be a difference. Houston's ability to guard. Arizona at times plays erratically on offense. This may be Houston. If I had to pick an underdog, one of them, I'm not agreeing with Sean Green on Arkansas. I think Gonzaga just has too much firepower. Houston would be my underdog. I think Villanova, Gonzaga win, and Texas Tech ends up winning on Thursday. To Friday, I have UCLA in the Elite Eight playing Purdue. Again, as we mentioned, St. Peter's may be able to hang around. I think the better underdog play is Providence, getting too many points there against Kansas to keep it close or win it. And it bears repeating again, they are a great team in close games winning them by five points or less in in margins of five points or less or overtime they are 12 and two with the only two losses to villanova they beat everybody else all year long in close games and the first two games were not close games they whacked south dakota state and they just dismantled uh richmond in the first half of that game and were up by 25 basically the whole way how will they handle a kansas team that played a very close game with creighton an undermanned creighton team uh, will it be a close battle? I'll take those points with Providence Friday night in Chicago. And I also like Miami. I like a Providence, probably Miami. Uh, I've got, look, I've got Kansas in the final four, uh, but I have Kansas losing to Villanova. So it doesn't matter to me if Kansas actually gets there. It only matters to me in my brackets. If Villanova gets there for the championship game to win them. Uh, I would like a Providence Miami showdown. That's old big East opponents. When Miami was in the big East back uh, for the better part of a couple of decades before moving to the ACC, We'll see. We'll see what we get on the weekend. And that's very interesting on the futures play for Providence, for UCLA. Looking at them, what about Houston on a futures play right now uh, to, to get into the final four, if not win the national championship? It's got to still be good odds on that as well. For now, that is going to do it for Three Dog Thursday. We will come your way next week and know the final four as we get ready for the teams that will be at the Caesars Superdome in New Orleans. Who will it be? How many of those number one seeds will survive? One of them didn't get out of the first weekend. That was Baylor. How many of the one seeds survive and get to the final four out of Gonzaga, Kansas, and Arizona? We're about to find out. Enjoy all of these games. Let's see what happens with the different matchups. A reminder, Brother Podcast is college basketball coast-to-coast. I'll have recaps of the Sweet 16 round. Preview shows on the weekend for the Elite Eight will be live from the Final Four on College Basketball Coast to Coast. It is a show on the TuneIn channel, College Basketball Coast to Coast. Find it for free on TuneIn. 
uh, and also find it in podcast form. College Basketball Coast to Coast. Search for it. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Go find College Basketball Coast to Coast. And uh, again, I'll have coverage all over that throughout the weekend. Three Dog Thursday is back once more next weekend, previewing the Final Four. For now, for Brian Edwards, for Sean Green of the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm merely TJ Reeves. Enjoy the games and the madness of the mayhem of March and the tournament. And we thank you for being with us. Wolf Wolf on Three Dog Thursday.